Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you from the Temporary Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And surprise, it's another weekend of blind items. Um, honestly, the decision was made last minute, otherwise I would have been talking about it um, much sooner. I just, I, the results from last weekend were phenomenal. And honestly, um, the longer Crazy Days and Nights blind items, as you've heard, are really bonkers and just really great. So I, I thought to myself, why not? Why not do another weekend of them? I don't know if this is going to be a weekly event yet or not. Um, my guess is probably not because I do want to get back into the deep dives. Um, but for right now, at least this weekend, we're going to do um, a double header. So, that being said, um, this one comes to us from crazydaysandnights.net. It's called Today's Blind Item Short But Sweet. One of the ex-husbands of this former A-list mo- uh, singer who really hasn't done much since the person who wrote all of her songs died says that the singer is responsible for the death of her A-plus list husband because she wanted his life insurance and his estate and he was going to divorce her because of her affair with an A-list celebrity and another guy. She, pay- she paid a guy to help while she was out of town with an alibi. This has nothing to do with Courtney Love, but is generally in the same time frame. Um, so the most popular guess is um, the Notorious B.I.G. and Faith Evans. Um, and I didn't realize before that um, there was this really... I'm calling it weird, not because it's, um, two women, but just because, um, I would never, I, I personally never would have put these two together. Allegedly, Faith Evans and Missy Elliott had an affair, and Biggie was pissed about it. Um, part of the story that I kind of don't buy is that Biggie was pissed. Um, I'm not saying he was thrilled, but unless he was upset because he didn't get to watch or something, I don't. I just don't see um, where it actually came from. Because if I recall correctly, um, he wasn't exactly Mister Faithful, and even at that time, everyone thought that they had an open relationship. Um, And uh, and somehow, Tupac is mixed up in all of this. Tupac, Tupac has been really big on my mind lately. Um, because apparently he and Madonna dated. And that just blew my mind. <laughs> and I'm not even being sarcastic about it. It really blew my mind that these two superstars were able to date... And keep it so quiet. Um, and I think I actually did a segment on that, but um, but back back to Biggie and Faith. 
it really, I don't know. Um, first of all, it seems like a very typical marriage in Hollywood. Let's be real. If you're not cheating, you're being cheated on. And everyone's about to get divorced and everyone needs money. But I'm also wondering if there's not more to this. Like, I, don't, I just don't feel like this is, this is everything. And if it is everything, then we're missing a whole big chunk of the story. Because Faith Evans, for a very long time, actually had a decent career. And... Um, I I don't think she would have needed the money unless she got greedy or something or made bad business decisions which even as I'm saying it I realize it's probably exactly what happened um, okay I'm gonna go and be right back and I'm back so this one again comes to us from Crazy Days and Nights and it is called The Collections. I do want to say that this one is not safe for work. So if you're listening to me at work, hopefully you have a headset on or you work in a porn shop. <laughs> um, all right, let's... Oh, let's, uh, let's head to the blind. Um, once again, it's called The Collections. It comes to us from Crazy Days and Nights. And it reads, I had a very brief, almost in passing conversation with this former A, A- slash B plus list actress who at one time everyone in the country knew. She's been acting since she was a teen and has a brand new show, show which has ads everywhere. She was on her way to an interview and was about to get into a car when we spotted each other. Quick hug and asked her if she knew anything about one of our former co-stars turned producer and his plans or one of her other former co-stars and his plans. She said to go ask a mutual friend about Will Warren and to use those exact words. With that, she was gone. So I reached out to this mutual friend who I hadn't known had a connection to either of the former co-stars of the actress. The mutual friend didn't, but had a roommate who had hired on a fairly who was hired on a fairly frequent basis by the more well-known former co-star to meet at hotel suites or production offices where she would engage in various activities designed to arouse someone with a foot fetish until that person reached completion, so to speak. Invariably, many of these were filmed, but not showing any faces. She asked about them, and it turns out that this actor-turned-producer said he had a collection of hundreds of scenes, including many actresses who worked for him, that he had joined forces with this A-list director who had sim- who had a similar collection to work on editing... To, uh, with this A-list director who had a similar collection to work on editing them together into a three-hour video. And uh, Christina Applegate was thrown out 
as a potential for um, any lawyer's friend slash um, provocateur who um, sent him on this quest. However, I can't think of any of her co-stars who is um, a director turned producer. Um, and the most popular guest actually is Robin Givens. Um, so Robin has a new show, Ambitions, on OWN. Who, um, and the show was created by my friend Jamie Givens. Yay, I'm so very proud of him. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but Jamie and I actually, and he did this with everyone who followed him on Twitter and who would respond to him, um, but it always made me feel special because either he would like my storyline and pick it up, or he would help tweak it a little bit. Um, but Robin Givens worked on Head of the Class, which was directed um, by Dan Schneider, who of course would go on to work on uh, work as a producer for Nickelodeon, creating a bunch of shows that made a lot, a lot of money for a lot, a lot of people. Um, and he has a well-known foot fetish. Amanda Bynes has alleged that um, he would act very inappropriately around um, the teens working on his shows. Uh, Up to and including one where they were shooting an ad for the show and he started snapping pictures of the girl's feet. Um, I hope you guys weren't eating lunch when we started this because I'm pretty sure I hear a bunch of barfing right now. Um, and I'm not shaming anyone's fetish, but I just... I, I, first of all, I, I never understand what what men see in teenage girls or teenage boys for that matter um but furthermore more than that their feet like I don't even like my own feet sometimes I pretend like I just walk in my Nikes like there's nothing my Nikes are are my feet <laughs> but anyways the A-list director is According to the popular guest, and I don't have any reason to fight it, because, again, um, he has a well-known foot fetish, Quentin Tarantino. And I can totally see Quentin having a ton of footage of female feet. Um, if you remember the scandal with Uma Thurman from last year, um, I, I think that there's way more than enough evidence to suggest that he would, he would do something like this. Um, and I'm going to do something, I'm going to go and I'm going to come right back. And I'm back. So, we're kind of keeping with the sexy theme, but nothing is out there as, um, the last segment. Um, so, this is kind of a preview, a fall TV preview, if you will. This item is called Not Going to Last.
And then, of course, it comes to us from Crazy Days and Nights. And it says, A brand new show is headed, headed to a network. It is a comedy. The network is hopeful it is going to fit right into its existing comedy lineup. The thing is, though, there are already whispers that things could be uncomfortable on set. The lead actor, who most of you know, was able to keep his multiple affairs back in the day out of the news. His then wife agreed to stay quiet about the affairs. Since then, he broke up a marriage when he had a fling with a co-star. He has a longtime girlfriend who was also married when they started hooking up, and he has cheated on her with at least one of his new co-stars. This could all get very messy. Um, so... The the most popular, in my guess, is Perfect Harmony for the show. Bradley Whitford as the man-whore. Jane Kaczmarek as the ex-wife. Um, Amy Landecker is his current girlfriend. Um, and they met on Transparent, which I didn't know. And... Um, the co-star is kind of up for debate. Um, here's where, um, the most popular in my guess kind of diverge. The most popular guess is Anna Camp. Um, you know, she's, she's currently going through her divorce from Adam Devine. And it, it kind of, sort of in a way makes sense but then there's also a strong contingent that believes um, she's closeted or um, just not that into sex and honestly I could see both being true so my guess for the co-star that he's already had an affair with is Timberly Hill um because Perfect Harmony is not the first time they've actually worked together. They've worked together on an episode of Drunk History. Um, so that could have given them enough time to hit it off and like one another. And I can hear you guys rolling your eyes like, oh, you know, filming that episode probably didn't take them that long. If you consider the table read, rehearsal... Um, um, rehearsal, dress rehearsal, and then actually filming, that's at least a week. Or at least five days. Um, even if they condensed it down, um, it would have still given them enough, enough time to click. And, and notice the wording of the line says, already slept with at least one of his co-stars already could imply that it happened before they started working together and maybe he wanted it to happen again and she didn't or maybe um maybe she wanted it to happen and he didn't I was going to try to make an argument that he's Mr. Faithful but I think that ship sailed out the door, to be honest. Um, 
But I mean, I guess the point here is there could be any number of iterations um, that happened. And we're all just kind of projecting and guessing right now what, um, when they could have hooked up. You know, and one of the things that I, I started to realize is, first of all, everyone in Hollywood knows one another, and they each have, um, each one has everyone else's phone number, which is really interesting to me, um, because I would never have guessed that in a million years. Um, but, you know, they could have met on the set of Drunk, um, drunk Gossip. Yes. I'm, I'm helping people cheat, apparently. Um, they could have met on the set of Drunk History. And stayed friends and stayed in contact. Again, anything's possible. You know what else is possible? I'm going to go and come right back. And I'm back. So, um, this one, again, is a little on the scandalous side, but nothing to clutch your pearls about. Um, it's called You Need to Pray. And it says, it comes to us from Crazy Days and Nights, of course. Um, It says, I have had blinds about some of the individuals in today's big blind. The blinds all talked about how they used their celebrity to do what they wanted to female um, parishioners in their church where they grew up. And until I spoke to this A-B plus female singer, though, I had no idea just how bad all all of this was. Our singer started recording when she was about 13. She was signed by a management company that also represented celebrities from this church. The singer who signed her was a good good two decades older than her at the time. He was in his early 30s and she was 13 or 14. She was told it would be best for her career if she started attending church and could develop quote-unquote friendships with the other singers so they would be able to work better together. So so she started attending. She was also told that she needed to pick one of the guys who were probably 18 or 19 at the time to be in a relationship with because it would be better for her image. So she picked one and was was told she needed to start having sex with him too because she didn't want to rock the boat or disturb the the good working relationship everyone had. So she started a relationship with a singer who at the time was close to A-list. But always cheated on her with other women, and she finally moved on from him and started dating the singer's brother. Well, apparently the man who signed her didn't give his permission for this, and the only way she could get his permission was to have sex with him. So she had sex with this 30-something-year-old guy and was told from then on that she would always have, she would always have to when he asked, and he asked a lot. She was told the only way all of this would stop was if she got pregnant because then no one would want her. So she tried to get, she tried all the time to get pregnant and did while she was a teen. They did leave her alone. They also dropped her as a client and she had to rebuild without them. It's been a long road and she has dozens of stories to tell about the guys in the record industry who used her. 
and others who continue to try and use her, including her on-again, off-again, A-list boyfriend who is always leaving her for some new singer or someone more famous, and then comes back for a week or two before moving on again. Okay, so... Here's the thing. I I had a whole guess um, lined up um, with, with the explanation as to why I chose who I chose. Who I chose was Twee. Um, she... She was big. She was in the, um, let me see if I can find the actual name of this. It's like Swing Mob, I think, um, with a bunch of R&B artists, including, including Missy Elliott. Um, I wasn't sure of who her boyfriends were, but, you know, there's a whole story about how, um, she, she took off, um, her parents live in Florida. She, t- um, allegedly she left a baby with them while she went out and tried to become a singer. And at, at one point she returned back to their home, um, and contemplated suicide. And then, um, Missy Elliott called and said, hey, dude, like, do some backup vocals for me. And reignited her career. Um, and kind of put her back on the path that she wanted to be on. Um, but as I reread this, the very last line kind of threw me because Tweet doesn't have an A-list on again, off again boyfriend. Um, she, I think she has a fiance or someone who, um, at least is interested in marrying her. So I'm kind of reverting to it wasn't a popular guess and people tried to um they tried to puncture holes in it in the guess and I mean it's very possible to do that um but I'm kind of thinking that this is Demi Lovato Demi actually did start recording when she was quite young 13 or 14 um she dated one of the Jonas Brothers. Actually, I think she dated two of the Jonas Brothers. And, um... I think she dated Kevin and Joe. So it would kind of make sense that... Um... If she dated Kevin first... And he kept cheating on her, she would move on to Joe. Um... The only part where it's kind of like maybe is I'm not quite sure where um if they all I at one point they all had the same management team um but the rest of them trying to work on filling the blanks um and as we all know Demi has had a lot of issues um uh, including last year's overdose so, I, she's actually a pretty decent guest for this blind, which is kind of sad. Um, and on that note, I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. And so this one is, um, again, not safe for work, 
probably more so than any of the others I've done. Um, so just be warned. But it's also, um, it, it deals with um, very sensitive issues like sexual assault. So please, if you're triggered, um, you might want to skip this. You might want to skip this segment. Um, it comes to us from Crazy Days and Nights. It is called Blitz. I debated writing this item, not because it isn't worthy of the spot, but because I'm not sure how many people will actually be able to guess who it is. He is foreign-born, and in his home country he fronted a band, which was definitely A-list there. In the United States, they never really rose above B-list, maybe. They could fill uh, venues with 2,000 seats or so in the U.S., while they were filling arenas back home. The subject of our blind has never shied away from the fact that he spent a lot of his early earnings on coke, to the point where the only reason he works today is trying to recoup the nearly one million he spent on coke over his career. Back at the height of their fame, the band was touring here in the U.S. and made a stop in L.A. This must have been well over a decade ago now. Our singer was blitzed on coke, there was a woman at the show who was maybe about 18 or so and flashed her breasts at the singer. He immediately sent someone to bring her backstage for after the show. Also at the concert was a female who was probably in the 14 to 16 year old range. She had some backstage passes she won from a radio show contest. She attended the show with her parents, but she was the only one who went backstage. So after the show, the singer is doing lines and meets the um, 14 or 16 year old and thinks she's the one who flashed her breasts. The person who did flash her breasts was hooking up with the road manager. The singer starts telling the teen to show him her breasts again, and when she refuses, he starts hitting her and calling her a tease for flashing him earlier and not following through now. She tried to explain, and he kept getting more and more aggressive and then forced her to her knees and proceeded to orally rape her. Someone walked in at that point and pushed the singer off the girl who ran out of the room crying. This was not a dressing room or anything. It was a fairly open backstage area. Our singer was so wasted, he still had no idea what happened and who was who. A member of the radio station was there, and he got into a fight with the road manager who had finished having sex with the 18-year-old and explained what happened. Then the police were called. The parents showed up backstage, and it looked like the singer was going to be arrested, but the parents didn't want anyone to know what happened to their daughter and thought she might have to testify, so they decided not to press any charges. Oh, I feel icky just reading that. Um, and the most popular, in my guess, is Pete Doherty and the Libertines. Um, I'm a little hesitant to say that that's completely right, only because... Auntie Lawyer said that he wasn't sure that any of us would guess that. Um, unless he was just trying to deliberately throw us off the scent, which he has been known to do before. Um, but in this case, um, Pete Doherty is a well-known drug user um, and addict. He has... Um, multiple times OD'd and ended up in OD'd and ended up in the hospital. 
Um, he has time and time again proven that he is more than willing to um, do things that he probably shouldn't do. Um, and I I know it's alleged, but I don't know the extent of the accusations or anything, um, that he was the one who got Amy Winehouse hooked on drugs, which would ultimately end her life. Um, as far as him, I, I've, I know he's been aggressive with people, so him sexually assaulting someone would not surprise me in the least. And if he's doing that many lines, let's be real here, he, no matter what people say, when you're, when you're doing lines, your mind is altered, and you don't give a fuck. You want what you want when you want it. And I think that's kind of what happened, um, in this case. He, he wanted a BJ, um, and he was so high out of his mind that all he seen was a girl. He assumed that she was the one that flashed her boobs. And when she wouldn't show him her boobs or do anything with him again, he got pissed. Um, I, you know, I... That's just one of those things where... I, I don't want to say shit happens, but... Yeah, shit happens. Um, uh, you know, I, I, it sounds like I'm blowing it off. Like, he, he shouldn't be um, prosecuted or yelled at for doing it. No, he definitely should. Um, he definitely... He definitely needed to go to jail for that. Um, I get the parents wanting to protect their child... And honestly, it's admirable. Um, I I don't necessarily understand the logic outside of we don't want to traumatize our daughter further. But not wanting to traumatize your kid, always a good reason to do something. Um, you know... It's so easy for... It's so easy for um, people who don't have kids or people who are not put in that position to say, oh, well, this is what I would have done differently. The truth is, is we don't know what we would do. We don't know... what we would do in any situation until it actually happens to us. I mean, and honestly, that's that is just what it is. Uh, but for right now, that's gonna do it for me for today. As always, thank y'all so much for listening. And until next time, cheers.